Internet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry program hey right off the rip i don't know why the sounder's not happening what is going on oh is, is it muted it is damn it my sounder was muted no welcome in welcome in folks welcome to the program to all the deckheads welcome in odd squad coming over from odd takes jerry bow was jerry bow flying solo today I couldn't see. I uh, didn't have a chance running behind as per usual. But uh, yeah, I appreciate the raid from Jerry Bow. Welcome to the Odd Squad. And uh, here we go. And by the way, Potch, thank you for doing the shout out for Jerry Bow. Uh, if you are not following Odd Takes, go do that right now. Go give them a follow. Follows are free. Doesn't cost you a dime. Thank you, Truck Driver Pookie, for your 15 bitty bitties. Um, yeah, go give them a follow. Why not, right? It's free. They do a great job. Lots of fun over there. Uh, a great program and a great show. Jerry Bo, Aaron Rabel do a great job. Go over there. Show them some love, please. I feel like the recording is kind of low. Is my, is my mic low? Are we good on levels, folks? Feel like it's a little low. Yeah, also do me a solid. Great point, Aggie Milkman. Yes, please, for the love of everything holy and Twitch, do your boy a solid and hit refresh on the stream. It's super easy to do. Um, or if you see the uh you see the link there, Potch hit that raid, and then he showed you this in the chat. Scroll down and click on that little linky link there. What is happening? Click on the little leaky link and it'll reset it for you right there. Twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck and that'll reset it. Because what happens is Twitch doesn't give us credit for the raids. And uh, we're all trying to make partner here. And I'm inching ever so closer. So, uh, yeah, if you could refresh if you're coming in uh, from the raid, especially my my deckhead odd squad crossover folks. I don't want to lose your views. So uh, do your boy a solid and hit refresh or just back out and come back in. Much appreciated. Uh, all right, let's get to this program. We have a lot we didn't get to yesterday. Yesterday was crazy all over the map. Wild. And uh, I had fun. I hope you did, too. So we're going to get to much, much more sportsy content today. I mean, I do have non-sports, but definitely going to be a sportsy, more sportsierist show today not to sound like the old blitz but they can't corner the market on the word sportsy so whatever uh hey let's do this shout out to the chat let's get everybody in that got in early uh which by the way if i'm over here looking at my chat first person in today the greatest deckhead in the history of the world at 142 
That was my guy, Steven Usyk. Uh, my little uh, Uzi Vert. Uh, thank you for being here, Uzi. Uh, Heartthrob was second after uh, many, many travels. Hope the moms is doing good. Hope Mrs. Heartthrob, Mo Mama Heartthrob, I should say, is doing well. What's up, Cisco? I see you, buddy. Christopher Mina in early. So I heard my cousin posted a picture on the Discord with meat around his neck. I mean, it was a snake. It was disgusting, too. He was all, like, trying to judge. <laughs> that my neck, you're scared of Yeah, bitch, I'm scared of snakes. What? Hey, Donna. How's my sweet, sweet Donna doing? Philip Bernard in the building. Alex Villanueva. What's up, fam? Uh, Potch is in. Aggie Milkman showed up. Fidel here. Dr. Dre 290 in. The doctor. I like the little uh, emo or, uh, emoji you use. The doctor is in. Uh, that also looks like a thing you could do enemas with. Well, I don't know. Uh, who else is here? CC. What's up, girl? Day one. Oh, she said, ooh, that shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this, isn't this the shirt I send to, um, I think I send this to the, uh, to the Jefferson level patrons too. Yeah, I think so. There's only a few of them. Ah, uh, there's my sweet, sweet Donna. Rudy Rob, what's up? Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Yeah, back to, pluck up. uh, message of the century. Aggie Milkman, the beer man, Greg, what's up, dude? Thank you for the level check. I appreciate you. Steven Luther, what's up, famo? How are you, buddy? PB guy. 76ers are in trouble. Oh, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Anybody else surprised James Harden laid an egg again? <laughs> Didn't think so. Uh, there's Donna Cisco. Robert X Beer, what's up, fool? How are you, buddy? Who else? House, what's up? Housey? I do not do enemas. Oh, okay. I mean, we, we can't even butt chug vodka together. Is that it? Oh, I totally would die. If you put that, if, if you put that snake around my neck, I'd have, I'd have so probably fought some people. So it's probably good that we did. All right. Um, again, thank you to Jerry Bow for the raid. Much appreciated. Truck driver Pookie, thank you for the 15 bits. Also, Big Mike2596, thank you for the follow while we were off air. As well as Vins Not Diesel, thank you for the follow while we were off air. If you're here, if you're not, that's okay too. Uh, let's do the shoe check. Biggie713 with the shoe check. I don't know why. I, I Sometimes I do the complicated matters. Uh, but here's today's shoe check. So I'm rocking the black and gold Saints color. That was for you guys getting and making it official that Tyron Matthew signed with the New Orleans Saints. So I just went with <gasps> Brian Lamb is here, guys. Holy shit. What's up, Pookie? What's up, boo-boo? How are you, Mr. Lamb? Welcome in. Um... Yeah, Killian said that's cool. You get followers off air, people spreading the word. I'm a lucky man. I am a lucky man, Killian. I mean, it's this is like the second or third day in a row we've had followers off air. It's unbelievable. So, yes, yeah, I'm very lucky, and I know it. Uh, House, by the way, does enemas half price, folks, if you need it. Half price. Uh, all right, so this is the shoe check for the day. I'm wearing the black and gold. I, I couldn't, I don't have gold. I have those cream Air Force Ones, but I. They don't match. So I just went with the all black high top Air Force Ones. So there you go. I got to put those back on. And I'm rocking my Santa socks. Does that count? Does it count that I'm wearing Santa socks? Why are none of... Oh, that was yesterday's. I was like, why are none of these alerts firing off? But those were yesterday's bits. Uh, no, not Brian Lamb, the C-SPAN guy. No, I don't think so. Brian Lamb, you don't moonlight on C-SPAN, do you? <laughs> No, he's not. Uh, I like to come in every few months so that I get a welcome like this. Okay. You're such an attention whore. 
Bryant. And that's for those of you that don't know way back in the day, if you listen to the ESPN radio, listen to the blitz, that's stalker Brian right there. Brian Lamb. That's the guy. Uh, Cisco's going to get a two for one enema and I really don't like the direction the show is headed. All right, let's just, uh, do I have any housekeeping to do? Oh, last night I'm back on my war zone shit. I got on and ran with house and Walt for a little while. That was fun. Am I going to start streaming again? Probably not. Going to be streaming Warzone, you know, maybe play a couple of games here and there, but nothing crazy. So, uh, yeah, my nose looks extra crooked. I, I think I need to go to the doctor. This is it. I don't know if it's the lens because this is a fisheye lens. It's a wide angle lens. But my nose is looking extra crooked. And this light is a little weird today. I don't know what's happening. This is all, all over the oh. much better. I like this better. This, this appears to be better. All right. Uh, Last time I saw Brian Lamb was at the pub crawl. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Crystal, how are you, sweetie? God, I hope you're good. I know you GTSS, and uh, we're all rooting for you, baby girl. If you need anything, you just let us know, okay? Please. Uh, the pub crawl from like three years ago. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's today Christmas show since Barry has on Santa socks. No. No, I just busted out my Santa socks. Amy Klobuchar still follows Barry on deck on Twitter. Is that true? I didn't realize that. That's pretty cool. I had no idea. I had no idea. Is that true? I didn't realize that. Donna, sweetie, thank you for the biddies. 136. Very kind of you. Uh wow. Uh, I don't is there a specific number? The 136? I don't know. I'm asking. 36 biddies from PD Guy. Thank you, buddy. Okay, let's do this. Sports headlines. Let's go. All right, here's your sports headlines for the day. This is going to get us into some more topics. Uh, I guess I could have told you guys, my bad. Bad host, bad host. Barry, do your job right. Let me tell you what's going to be on the show today. I should get her on the show. I don't think she would do that. I don't think she would come on the show. I wouldn't even know what to talk to her about. Kind of, Quite honestly, I kind of don't know who she is. I, I feel like she's a political pundit or I don't know. Is she a, a, a politician? I don't know. I don't know who she is. Um, all right. So we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk. Let's see. Here's, here's what I have planned for the day. Let me pull up my rundown here. I've got playoffs. Yes. Draymond Green. We didn't get to that yesterday. I want to talk about this Draymond Green uh, foul. Uh, this, this, I, I have opinions on it. And then I've got a quote uh, about him. And we'll talk about what he, how he plays and all that stuff. We'll get to it. Say, see. <laughs> Thank you for the Bible thump. Corgo seems good. Kampa Dan's Vioho. Hey guys, Shamrock Kappa one nine bits. Thank you, CC. Oh, she's a senator. See, I don't give a shit. Whatever. Uh, we'll talk a little Hugh Jackson and the Browns and tanking. Browns off the hook for that. Mock drafts. Oh, yeah, I got your 2023 mock draft. Let's talk about it because it involves your Houston Texans. Uh, I've got a quote from you from DeAndre Hopkins. Texans making some more moves. I got to tell you. As impressed as I was with Nick Casario and what the Texans did in the draft, is it is it possible that Nick Casario, we have a GM in this town that's playing checkers and, and I mean chess and not checkers for the Texans? What? We'll discuss that as well. MLB standings, power rankings, Boris Becker's fall from grace, and um, Brittany Griner update too. We'll get to that. Plus, I got a cool video on space. 
And we need to watch the Island Boys box. You know who I'm talking about. The Island Boys. We're going to watch them box. Now let's do our sports headlines. No more Christmas talk in my damn. What? Yeah. No, we're not. Who's talking? I just wore Santa socks. Why the fuck are we talking about Christmas? It's just Santa socks. Calm down, people. All right, here is your sports headlines for the day. Adrian Peterson agreed to go to counseling after his arrest back in February. If you recall, him and his wife got into an argument on a plane. He ripped the ring off of her finger, which scratched her. He was turned in to the authorities, and they arrested him for domestic violence. He was later released. In terms of that release, he has agreed to go to counseling after the arrest. Um, so. Yeah, and his wife's like, no, it wasn't a, a domestic violence situation. That was just an argument between two couples or between a couple. So she she had his back on this one and said that it wasn't a big deal. Um, you know, what the hell's going on here? Well, that's interesting. Why is this? My phone, y'all, I, I swear to God, I, I'm thinking, I'm seriously considering iPhone at this point. I have so many problems with my Samsung phone. It, it, I like Samsung. I like the ecosystem, but I kind of don't too. I don't know. It's a piece of shit. What the hell's going on? Okay. That's weird. All right. Sources are saying that the Hornets are eyeing Mike D'Antoni, uh, at least for an interview. Could be, um, could be their next head coach. I liked it. I liked D'Antoni's time here in Houston. I know it wasn't great, but work what is this blue to bro make the change i finally did it. oh yeah blue text i don't know what that means what is blue text i have no idea what that means christmas movies go no we're not starting a christmas movies bullshit rudy don't you dare do it because you know everybody's gonna start dropping die hard because they think they're clever what's up ts hey i checked out your stream the other day ts good job buddy i was checking out the draft stream you did well done indeed my friend uh anyway so hornets mine i ain't mike miking i Eyeing Mike D'Antoni. I dig it. I like it. Good for him. Um, Walt's not a fan of D'Antoni's coaching. Look, he's not won a finals. He's not won a chip, but he gets there. And uh, he his teams always seem to be competitive. I mean, I am. I like the dude. If he's got the right defensive coordinator on the sidelines with him, like Jeff Bezdelic was here in Houston, I like it. And I do agree with you, Amos. I, I think he takes LaMelo. And that team and makes them a, a an offensive uh, threat. I like it. Uh, sources are saying that the Falcons have agreed to a three-year extension worth up to $51 million with their star defensive tackle, Grady Jarrett. So, Aaron J. Bryan, if you're in the building, got to be happy about that. Because Jarrett is a good one. The first Asian-American uh, referee in the NFL will occur next year. Uh, there are 10 new on-field officials, and amongst those will be the first Asian American in the mix. They're adding more female referees as well, or officials, I should say. So good for the NFL. Good for them. Um, you need to get a Sony Xperia. No, thank you. Oh, Demata also asked Boris Becker from 27 years ago. Yes, that Boris Becker. Absolutely. Uh, I don't understand the blue text reference. I don't know what that means. Like, what does that mean? I'm trying to. Is there some, yeah, I don't know what blue text means. Am I missing something here, Ivan? What am I missing? What does blue text mean? 
Iron Mike D'Antoni. No, I don't think that's how that works. I feel like his system works like for the first two seasons. I, I, you know what? I mean, I don't. Oh, iPhone to iPhone is blue text. Oh, gotcha. I don't. Uh, I think that Mike D'Antoni, it, it's not that he's not a um, championship caliber coach. I think that sometimes he does have meltdowns, but he's a victim of circumstance. And I always use this as an example. I always use this as a reference. But remember how everyone said, everyone, everyone, every one of you, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me, you raggedy bitches. Every one of you said that Andy Reid couldn't win the big one. He's just not. I mean, he gets there. He gets close. Can't win the big one. And they say the same thing about Mike D'Antoni until he wins one. And when he wins one, they'll stop saying that. So I don't know what's going on with my light here. I think the black shirt is throwing everything off because my face was like super hot. But now it seems a little dark. I don't know. Francisco said, don't mind me today. I'm on my bullshit. It's okay. I'm kind of feeling weird too. It's been a weird week so far. What can I say? Uh, Yeah, that whole iPhone. eh, I don't know. Uh, But I do want to talk about this last point on this headline here. The Texans have traded Lonnie Johnson Jr. to the Kansas City Chiefs. And he asked for the trade. I think he saw the writing on the wall uh, with their draft. Getting getting Stingley, adding a safety who can play the slot. Like, it's... The writing was on the wall with all the signings and everything else. And I think Lonnie Johnson Jr. kind of knew that and asked to be traded. And that's fine. At the same time, though, Texans also added a couple of edge rushers. A lot of folks were wondering why they didn't uh, do something in the draft to address their pass rush situation. And um, they... They apparently Nick Casario had a plan all along. He had deals in place with uh, Mario Addison and Rasheem Green already, who combined for 13 sacks last year. Addison had seven with the Bills. So it, it makes you wonder holy shit, does Nick Casario kind of have a grasp on what he's doing? Is he a competent and capable general manager? I mean, look. I'm not a fan of this Texans organization the way it's run. I think Jack Easterby is a terrible person and needs to be gone. I think Cal McNair is a bad owner. I don't want to like Nick Casario, but a lot of the things, I don't like his press conferences and the stuff he says or doesn't say, just, you know, beats around the bush. But so far, the things that Nick Casario has done for this organization, pretty good. Pretty good. I can't, I, can't, I can't deny the man. And now, like I said, it looks like he's playing chess, which we're so used to th- this team and, and the GMs of the past and everything playing checkers. It's Look, so he, he signs Mario Addison and Rasheem Green as free agents, and I have this video I want you to watch. Now, he did an interview with Mark uh, Vandermeer. Uh, I think this was, I don't know if this was for Sports Radio 610 or if this was for the Texans. But uh, check out this interview and what he said, because he talks about the draft, okay? And he talks about the plan going into the draft, but you're going to hear him mention why they didn't address certain things, and that's because they had these players already tabbed and in mind, and that's pretty genius if you can do that going into the draft. Check this out, and um, hopefully uh, you guys can hear this on Podbean as well. By the way, what's up to everybody listening on Podbean? Titan Hugo, at, at XM. 
Uh, Eric Resendez and John Dory. Hey, at XM, this is a Twit live show on Twitch. If you want to follow along, go to twitch.tv forward slash Barry on deck. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's also, I, I provide an audio only version of the show to listen to live. So that's what that is. What's up, Marty? By the way, what's up, T-Mac? What's up? So smoking gooder. What's up, Rob? What's up, Crystal? Uh, what's up, Christopher Mina? Vin's not diesel. What's up, fam? How are you? I think I got everybody that joined late. Ivan, I see you, buddy. Okay. Yeah, Nick is very off-putting as a GM. He's very off-putting the way he talks. Uh, it's it's just, ugh, I hate it. But he's not doing a bad job. I, I, I can't deny it. He's not doing a bad job at all. All right, here's the video of him talking to Mark Vandermeer about the plan going into the draft. Check this out. Player acquisition. Is there another mini wave of free agency? There's still some players out there, veterans that could possibly help you. How do you approach all? Yeah, that? no, it's a great question, Mark. We'll kind of transition to all right. What's left in the draft in terms of players that aren't signed? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's some players that have an opportunity to come to our rookie mini camp on a tryout type place basis where you don't yeah. make a commitment. Uh, that was the situation with Malcolm Butler. Now, real quick, before we continue, I mean, he's going to use Malcolm Butler as a great example, but the the, the, the crazy thing to me. Does anyone else feel like the questions that Nick Casario gets asked at these is a is a plant? Like he already knew Vandermeer was going to ask these questions. I mean, I kind of feel that way. It's like, hey, this is what I want to be asked. This is what I don't want to be asked. That's it. Uh, end of story. I, that's just how I feel, anyways. Like when rolling. he came, he came as a rookie minicamp tryout. It wow. was no commitment to from the team, and it was all right had a decent day, let's give him an opportunity. I mean, and the rest is history, and that's a credit to Malcolm and the coaching staff. So that's one subset, and then you'll have another subset of veteran players who are still available or still on the street who hadn't signed during the free agent period. Uh -huh. And then you'll have maybe players that have become available as a result of the acquisitions the player uh, teams have made in the draft. So the month of May will be a little geared more towards looking at other teams, maybe some more veteran players, and there's, there's some opportunities available to us that – um, you know, makes sense. So uh, here's the key point. It's Titan Hugo said I can't, we can't hear it on the pod. But yeah, sorry, buddy. I don't know why that is. I mean, it should be popping up. I have everything set the correct way. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why that is. That sucks. Um, but it should be popping up. So I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. Again, trials and tribulations of listening on Podbean. But check this part out. I want to I go back to this. The team, and it was, all right, had a decent day. Let's give him an opportunity. I mean, and the rest is history. And that's about Malcolm, Malcolm and the coaching staff. So that's one subset. And then you'll have another subset of veteran players who are still available or still on the street who hadn't signed during the free agent period. And then you'll have maybe players that have become available as a result of the acquisitions the player uh, teams have made in the drafts. I like it. I mean, I really do. I, it, it is it is it is interesting one to kind of get that insight from him, but it kind of lets you know now this dude had a plan going into this draft, and I think he sees guys on the board. And and look, here's why I like the signing. I don't I don't know. I don't want to claim to know an absolute shit done about Mario Addison and Rasheem Green. But I can tell you this. If Mario Addison had seven sacks last year, which would have put him second on this team behind Grenard. That, that, let's, in fact, let's pull this up here. Uh, let's go. ESPN. Combined with Addison and Green, they had 13, like I mentioned, right? 
Top two Texans had 12 combined sacks. So you're actually, and, and you're not adding, you know what I mean? You're not adding Aaron Donald. I, I get that. That's, that's just, but you know, it's a, it's a two year deal. It's a modest deal. And, um, but it gives them what they needed. It, 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 it fills a need. Now he is older. Okay. He is older. Uh, so proceed with caution there, but this was the stats last year for this defense. If you look at sacks, Jonathan Grenard had eight sacks second on the list, Jacob Martin with four. So you immediately add some pass rushing depth to it. I dig it. Okay. Now, um, if you add those 13, like I said, the, the, the top two combined had 12. That ain't great. This was not a good pass rush team. So he immediately slots in right there as your second best pass rusher, albeit a little bit older. Here's why I really like the zoo. Hey, what's up, Nick? What up, famo? Good to see you, buddy. Um, Crystal, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna partake in that crystal. That's not nice. It is Reyes's fault, VB. What's up, fam? Good to see you. What's up, Clarence? I'm not going to, that's, that's, uh, unprofessional of me to, I mean, I've done it before, whatever. Uh, here's why I like the move of signing, uh, Addison, uh, and green to the, to the mix. One is two year deals. And, and you didn't. You didn't go out and get an edge rusher or a pass rusher in the draft, and that's fine. So this this two-year deal, what it does is it allows you to get, get you some pass rush help immediately, right? But because it's a two-year deal, you go into next year's draft, they're probably going to draft a quarterback uh, with that first overall pick if they suck that bad or top three pick that they'll probably be. Green's only 24. Oh, even better. But with Addison, I think he's 34, if I'm not mistaken. Um, what I like about this, though, is that if they do add some edge rush help via the draft next year, now you've really got some depth on that defensive line in the pass rush game. And let's say that they end up winning a few more games than, and, and maybe they're slotted in the you know, 10 to 12 range, and maybe quarterback would be a reach right there. I don't know. But what this does is it either allows you to bring in an edge rusher who, if they outperform Addison, who I think is of the two, the, the better the better player, if, the, if this new cat that they would draft next year plays better than Addison, well, then you just have depth at the position now with Addison being a two somewhere else, or, or a two on that defensive line in the pass rush game between him and Grenard. On the other hand, if you go out and get a second or third round pass rush guy who maybe needs to develop a little bit and learn the game, he can do that behind Addison. It gives him a chance to develop for that second year and then can take over when the contract is up. Plus, you know, Nick Casario did this in such a way that, hey, it's not going to cost them a ton of money on the books and they could probably get out of it if they need to. So I love everything about this move. Everything about this move makes sense. It's smart. Cheers to Nick Casario for making good football decisions. I cannot bitch about it. I cannot be mad about it. And y'all know I would. Y'all know I would be angry about it. But everything about this move after the draft makes sense. And, and the fact that he knew about it going into the draft is even smarter, in my opinion. So, well done, Nick Casario. Now, again, this isn't a guarantee that, you know, they're going to be much better. But players got to play. But I, as far as making the right moves, Nick Casario did a hell of a job with that for sure. Uh, TS Streams at Barry, did you read about this on ESPN Source? Pittsburgh Panther star Jordan Addison enters football transfer 
portal. I did not. Uh, I know he actually, I think I did because I think he's, he's probably seeking a bigger NIL deal. Is he not? I mean, he's wanting to get paid and he's probably not going to get that in, uh, in Pittsburgh. So I, I, I mean, look, that's the new era of college football and college basketball that we're in. That's college sports. Now you had the kid in Miami that's holding out for a better deal. Uh, the, was it Wong? The I think a guard, but there's a basketball player in Miami who wants more money. And the deal that they had, the guy was like, I'm not giving you more money. You can leave, but I'm not giving you more money. That's that's just get used to it. And why not? They're all adults. Everybody else is making money. Why can't they? What's up? Angry Mish. Angry, uh, angry. What did I, I screwed that up. He said, what's up, Barry? Long time. No talk. Angry Amish. I think I got that wrong still. I'm, a, I'm an idiot. I'm very sorry. Lonnie Johnson asked best places to stay in Kansas City. Someone told him to get Airbnb because he won't last. Wow. People are assholes. Oh, what's up, Paul? What's up, fam? Glad you made it over. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Hit follow if you haven't already. Hit, hit the follow button for me, please. What's up, Paul? Good to see you, man. Um, No, we're not singing anything about diddling kids. No. Please stop that. This is not okay. This is not okay. Uh, so props to Nick Casario uh, for being uh, ahead of the curve. Okay, let's talk about some other shit. Now, real quick before we get into this, I just want to say thank you one more time to our channel VIP. D-Mata, 713 Hooligan, Jeff Bell, Joe Pro, uh, Chris Householder, Justin Swinford, William Mercedes, Mark G, and Jared Taylor. Hey, Jared, I got it right. I got it right, Jared. Didn't screw it up. Uh, if you don't know, the the names in white are from the channel points. You can get channel points to be a, be a VIP. The Sally Struthers on Patreon is it, underlined in blue. That would be Josh, Jeff, Joe Pro, House, and Justin. And then the Jeffersons level on Patreon. And these are made up levels that these guys did just because they want to support the show. D-Mata with the Jeffersons level on Patreon. And then the monthly bits leader. I'm going to try to do that as well. Jared Taylor won the month of April. I believe I'm trying to get that right. I got to get it nailed down better. But if you're wondering what channel VIPs get, oh, they just, they can pretty much do whatever the hell they want in chat. There's no, li there's no limits on links or slow. You know, if you chat too much, it slows you down. You get none of that if you're a VIP. So uh, congrats to the VIPs. And also thank you to my channel mods. Thank you to day one, Donna, Jen, Potch and Shelby doing a great job, making sure the chat stays in order. and Doesn't get too crazy. So thank you guys uh, for doing a bang up job. Biggie said I waste all my channel points on shoot chance. <laughs> See, I, I, that's the plan. I entice you. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, almost anything goes. Don't get too crazy. Yeah. And, and, and as well, you should. I definitely need more money. For what, Mina? We all need more money. Who doesn't need more money besides Elon Musk, Bill Gates? What's the Warren Buffett and uh, Jeff Bezos? Everybody else needs more money except them cats. Marks and I was the first VIP and I didn't know it gave me anything other than clout. <laughs> Yay. Well, there you go. Now you know, and knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe. All right, man, I love me some G.I. Joe back in the day. Angry Amish said, y'all probably been talking about this. What's your thoughts on the Texans draft? Yeah, yeah, I gave my thoughts on it um, yesterday. Uh, but I'll recap for you real fast before we get into some more football talk. Uh, and because and, I want to talk about um, 
this DeAndre Hopkins thing. He he issued a quote, so I want to get to that as well. Uh, and then we'll talk about Hugh Jackson and the Browns tanking situation. Then we'll get into some NBA, I promise. My thoughts on it, man, I thought the Texans had a good draft. I didn't like what they did in the first round. I thought Stingley was too risky of a pick at three. I liked Green as a uh, adding offensive line depth, but my choice, I wish they would have gone with a safer pick. I kind of wish they would have flipped the draft in the first round, right? I wish they would have gone and gotten one of those two badass tackles because Tunsil's going to get old and tackles can play for a while. So I would have liked to have seen them add uh, Ikonu or Evan Neal from Alabama with that third pick. And as it proved to be, uh, Kyle Hamilton was still available at 13. They didn't have to move back. They could have got him. That would have been my preferred first round. Neal and Hamilton at 3 and 13. I would have been super happy with that. A lot safer to do it that way. But I can't be mad at it. Nick has a plan and he's sticking to it. And look, if Stingley is healthy and he plays up to his potential... He he might be one of, if not the best corners in football one day. But it was just too big of a risk for me at three because it's a what-if scenario. So DJ Bruski said more money, more problems. You know what, though? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. More money, different problems, I think, is it. Um, I feel like, I don't know, we could take a vote, chat. Would you rather have rich people problems or poor people problems. I mean, I think I want rich people problems. One, if you want rich people problems. Five, if you want poor people problems. Put it in the chat. What's up, Shelfsters? How are you, sweetie? Speaking of our moderators. Oh, yeah, look at you. Yeah, see, Wallace with the, What's up, Wallace? Wallace with the rich people problems. See, I'm. that's me. Give me rich people problems. I'm fine with that. Oh, man. I got to file complicated taxes. I'll just pay somebody to do that. Oh, man. I got people asking me for money. I'll just pay somebody to tell them no. Oh, man. I got to... I got to estate taxes to pay. I'll just pay those. Oh, man. I got, you know... I pay, I'm in a higher tax bracket. Okay. As opposed to, oh man, I'm hungry as shit. Where are we going to get food to eat? Oh man, I wish we had lights and heat and AC. Oh man, I'm sick of riding the bus. 100% give me rich people problems. More money, more problems. Bring them on, playboy. Bring them on. What's up, Celio? Yeah, uh, Shelbsters, I saw that. You got to get your shit together, Shelby. Listen, I'm going to need positive news from you at some point, okay? Okay? Let's get it together. Can I just throw money at my problems if I'm rich? Yeah, you can. It, yeah, exactly. That's the point. Yes, you absolutely can throw money at it. That's the beauty of it. Any problem, anything in life, if you're rich, you throw money at it. I will dodge taxes for the rest of my life. No, don't do that. That's the worst thing to do. That's how. That's the downfall of most rich people. Hoes and taxes. Well, tax evasion. Evade the hoes, pay the taxes. Don't pay the hoes and evade the taxes. You're welcome. God, I'm a genius. I got to write that down. That's a good quote. It's like Kyle said he liked my uh, Kyle and Toothpete. 
because we were talking about doing Twitch stuff. And I was like, you know, if you can't be smart, be entertaining. And if you can't be entertaining, be quiet. And they were like, dude, that's a great quote. That's my favorite quote. I kind of like this one. I kind of like this one. Don't pay your taxes. What did I say? Shit. Somebody clip it. I don't know. I'll figure it out. What time was that? About 30, 35, 35 clip hoes and taxes story of my life. I've seen rich people get off of crimes because they throw money at it. Exactly. Exactly. T-Max says that needs to be the new shirt. Actually, what's up fam? How you man? Thank you for being here. Is it one or both of y'all? What's up? We're just talking, uh, just talked a little draft. We were talking hoes and money. Would you rather have rich people problems or poor people problems? Action Lab. I said I'd rather have rich people problems. That's me. You said fuck hoes, get money. No, I didn't say it like that, Walt. I said pay your taxes, evade the hoes. Don't pay them hoes and evade your taxes. That's what I said. Put it on a shirt, folks. We got new merch. Let's go. What's up, Chris? Chris said, rich people problems for sure. 100%, right? 100%. Uh, Angry Amish said, rich people problems, what to wear to the Met Gala. Did I really see where Jason Derulo fell down the stairs, by the way? or was I feel like that was a stunt for his IG. He fell down the stairs. I just saw like a picture of him tumbling. No, it's not have sex with hoes and then go out and make some cash. That's not it at all. Hey, Action Lab, thank you for the follow. Hey, Potch, can we get a shout out for Action Lab? They do a great job over there, by the way. Uh, if you wouldn't mind, or Jen or Donna or one of the mods, please shout out to Action Lab. You guys go follow. Great stream. A uh, lot of great sports content if that's what you're into. And I know all the deckheads are into that. And they, you guys are into sports and fun and entertainment. And that is exactly what Action Lab is. So go give them a follow. Uh, please do that. I know this community is very supportive. So go follow. And when they go live, check them out. Hang out. Have fun. It's worth it. I promise you. They're in the Sports Accelerator program with me doing a great job. What does this say? Barry out here giving us life lessons. Hey, man. That's what I do, fam. Helping you live your life. Evade them hoes, pay Heck them yeah. taxes. Oh, shit, we got a sub, too. Let's go. Ah, oh, that's unnecessary, Action Lab. Thank you so much. Now I got to go, dude. Now I got to go. Now, see, this is what they do. They, this is uh, Now they've guilted me into going and subbing on theirs. I'm just kidding. I'm, I will anyways. But uh, no, I appreciate that. Thank you guys for the sub. All right, let's get to this. I got more to get to here. Um... Let's talk a little DeAndre Hopkins. It broke yesterday. Don't do it. <laughs> no, I'm doing it now. You don't tell me what to do. I'm going to sub and just a lot. Can't boss me around. Uh, let's talk a little DeAndre Hopkins, you guys, because yesterday during the show, the news broke that he got popped for six games for PEDs. And as you know, I don't believe you guys when you tell me news breaks in the chat because that's what trolls do. You guys make shit up. Hey, breaking news. Patrick Mahomes was drafted by the Braves. He quit football. Okay, send me a link. I need the result. And it turns out it was true. D-Hop did get busted. And this was his quote. 
on the matter. He said, quote, I was confused and shocked. And this is obviously talking about when he found out. I'm very mindful of what I put in my body and I've always taken a holistic approach. So I'm working with my team to investigate how this could have happened. But even as careful as I've been, clearly I wasn't careful enough. For that, I apologize to Cardinals fans, my teammates, and the entire Cardinals organization. I never want to let my team down. I fully intend to get to the bottom of this. And as soon as I have more information, I will share it. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about that yesterday, actually, Lab Chris. It, it it does make sense, but I don't think they did it just for that. I mean, it made sense for a lot of reasons. This being one of them, Christian Kirk being gone is another. More weapons for Kyler Murray, so he can be, so they can be back on his IG feed. Made it a lot of made a lot of sense uh, to go and make that move. I'll say this though about D Hop. Um. Everybody that gets busted nowadays has kind of the same argument. I look, you know, I trust my chef and my strength and conditioning coach and this guy and that guy. And look, I am of the opinion. I find it very, very difficult to believe that an athlete like DeAndre Hopkins has no idea what he was putting in his body. Does it happen? Yes. It absolutely does. We've seen it in the past where people have come back and, hey, Barry, look, remember when you said this guy? Uh, well, see, it turns out true. It does happen on occasion. But, man, you've either got to be foolish or turning a blind eye to what they're putting in your supplements and your food and everything else if you don't know that you're actually taking PEDs. And that's the other thing, too. Beerman Greg has a great point. They literally found a masking agent as well. It just doesn't look good. It just doesn't look good. And I think a lot of times we expect to see certain physical traits of guys that take PEDs. But let's remember now, D-Hop was top of the food chain. D-Hop was a top two or three wide receiver. One of the two or three best wide receivers in football when he was traded to the Cardinals for a bag of potato chips and a a needle to air up footballs. Well, you all remember the little needle? Did y'all used to wet it? Wasn't that the trick? If you're going to air up your football, you had to wet the needle first. Yeah. Clarence used to like deep throat it. I'm like, bro, you don't have to put the needle in the back of your throat like that. Clarence, but he would though. It was weird. Um, but I, 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 I don't buy that as an excuse. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not going to buy that as an excuse. You know, exactly your people know, what can and can't get you in trouble? You know what can and can't get you in trouble. There's just no excuses, especially when you when there's a masking agent involved. Especially. Barry, uh, like, I'll even gift some subscription. What? Fidel, are you talking in caveman? What parlance? What the hell are you talking about, buddy? What's up, Jeff Bell? Thank you for being here, man. Good to see you, famo. One of our VIPs in the mix. Newest, uh, one of the newest VIPs in the channel. Um, he ain't sharing shit. He's going to do his own investigation and report his findings, right? I found out it was this meat from Mexico. Well, that's the last time you should buy meat from Alistair Overeem. Wouldn't that be great if Alistair Overeem was going door-to-door -door selling meat? I buy meat. Bah, make strong pig. Angry Amish said he, uh, he got bad meat from Mexico. See? Yeah, exactly. What up, Mina? That weird-ass snake picture? Ugh, creep. 
Maybe he was trying to help his hair grow. Prenatal vitamins help a lot. Is that on the list? Prenatal vitamins? Can you not? Can you not take prenatal vitamins in the NFL? Really? What if I'm ovulating? I don't know how that works. Uh, Don't wet the needle. Just spit in the hole. Oh, Jesus. Good Lord, VB. Does everything have to be a sex reference? The answer is yes, by the way. Just so we're clear, chat. The answer is yes. Everything has to be a sex. Especially in this community. Yes. (laughs) By the way, Jen, totally not having it. When you see three or four dots from Jen, she don't like your shit. Uh... Mark G said, throwback, remember his show, The Ream, so cringy. I don't remember his show. He had a show? Alistair Overeem had a show? Oh, now you're going to make me go down a YouTube rabbit hole and watch it. Hold on, fam. Hold on, chat. Hold on to your butts. What was it called? The Ream? Season six? How the fuck did this get to six seasons? The Ream Season 1, Elder Gross. I have a feeling I'm probably going to get a uh, a copyright strike for this. Season 6, Episode 1, Episode 2, Alistair Overeem Documentary. No, I just want The Ream. I just want The Ream. January 2020. Oh. Mark, find me a good one. Find me a good one. Donna, damn it. That's what he said. No. God. No, Donna. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. Stop it. What's up, Mr. Mendez? How are you, buddy? Thanks for joining the program, my friend. Good to have you back. Uh, he hired his own film crew and basically was self-jerk off the... Ent- oh, like not actually. You just meant like he would just talk about himself. He didn't actually like, hey, like Louis C.K., everybody. Like, hey, guys, everyone get in my hotel room so I can just beat off in front of you. <laughs> Anyways, see you next season. But you just meant it was just self-filating him, uh, his ego. I get it. Okay. Big boss said not on Twitch. What? <laughs> Christopher Mina said, my cousin's here. I'm out. You guys do that every time. It's kind of how Edelman got caught for PEDs, the masking agent. I, you know, at this point, if I'm being honest, can we just say fuck it? Can we just let them take? If you're injured, hey man, get you some, get you some, get you some roids or whatever it is that helps you get back better. I don't give a shit. Do it. It's fine with me. I mean, who cares? They're, most of them are probably doing it anyways, right? Just not getting caught yet. Who gives a shit? Just let them juice. I don't care anymore. I don't care. You still got to go out and play. You still got to make the catches. You still got to hit the ball. You still, all that, all that. Just juice it up, baby. Whatever. You don't like your balls? You want tiny balls and a small ding dong? More power to you, fam. More power to you. I remember a show before you ever joined the UFC. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Just got off a phone call. Did I just hear Barry on deck say he wants to get reamed? You, sir, can go to hell. Also, you guys are the worst 
about trying to talk shit in the chat and then having misspellings in there. And y'all know me. I'm not a correct your spelling guy. I'm not going to tell you that you spelled it wrong. What I will tell you is you can't try to talk shit and be funny and mess it up. You should time yourself out. You should just, you should just put down the phone, time yourself out, bring back the steroid. I'm down with that. Down with that. What is this? Cops can't eat Popeye's. What? I was going to go get Popeye's for lunch. Saw three cop cars. Now I'm going to Jack in the Box. Some shit been going down at Popeye's sometimes. Let's be real. If you're allowing Roy's for players, can teachers have weed? Bro, I don't give a shit. Smoke your weed, fam. Get you some of that Delta 10. That's the shit. Uh, no, he said tiny balls and a day. Uh, yeah. Okay. Chat's being weird. Barry, I have a friend that knows D-Hop family and they were shocked. Interesting. I, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. At the end of the day, you know, one of the excuses you've seen from a lot of people is, well, you know, I was taking this pre-workout or this uh, over-the-counter and I didn't know that it had that stuff in it or whatever. I don't know how much of that I believe if I'm being honest with you, TS. I really don't. I don't know how much I believe of it. <laughs> B-Man Greg says, shocked that he got caught. I think Nightbot is causing the misspellings. No, Q-Tex, it's not. Wrong. You're wrong. You guys are you're causing your own. Your, your head's a thick candy shell. It's two days in a row I've made that same Tommy Boy reference. Y'all need to get on my level. All right, more football talk, and then we're going to do some NBA. What time is it? 2.56. Let's get this out of the way. This is for you, Jen. Jen! This is for you, sister! <laughs> Oh, that's the wrong one. I never heard of it. Is what the NFL said in regards to Hugh Jackson saying that the Browns and Browns ownership paid him to tank. That there were bonuses being passed out for tanking in. The NFL did some research. They looked into it and found no wrongdoing whatsoever. They said, we don't see it. We don't understand. This is, there's no, we can't corroborate. There's no, there's no, we, we found, we talked to the Browns owners and they said they didn't do it. That's what this was. The NFL hired a third party to look into the fact that Hugh Jackson said the Browns paid him bonuses to tank, that they enjoyed the losing, if you'll recall. And they, they interviewed the owners and they did their own research. And at the end of the day, they found no wrongdoing. Oh my gosh. What? You mean the, the, the NFL looked into itself for cheating and found no cheating by itself? <gasps> I mean, what? I, th- it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me. In fact... Let me read you the article. Let me pull it up here. One one single sentence stood out to me the most. And I'm not saying, look, the Browns, a lot of teams tank. Not just the NFL. Baseball, basketball, it's, it's tank city, baby. That's how the draft works. That's what the draft has done. Let me read you this, uh, this, uh, this quote, though. 
We welcome this investigation uh, because the integrity of our game is something that should not be taken lightly, and an independent review was crucial in bringing a conclusion to this matter. Uh, where did it go? If it's on the ESPN. I don't want this one. Let me pull up the ESPN. My, my bad, folks. My bad, folks. Stalling out here. Y'all know I try to keep it moving. Let's see. NFL home. Hugh Jackson. Here's the quote. Uh, the NFL announced that after a 60-day review, independent investigators led by former Securities Exchange Commission Chair Mary Jo White, who I think has done investigations for the NFL before, if I'm not mistaken. Let's see. Hey, y'all hear my stomach growling? Can't do a shot today. I'll be shit-faced after one shot. NFL investigation. I'm pretty sure Mary Jo White Confirms, uh, NFL confirms Mary Joe White investigation, the financial, oh, oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Oh, Detective Barry's on the case, folks. Let's get this over here. Hmm. So you mean to tell me when I Google Mary Joe White NFL investigation, thinking that, oh, they went out and hired an independent investigator. Well, this will be the first time they hired her to look into the allegations that the commander's owner. Uh, here, let's pull this one up. Hold on. We'll pull this one up. Uh, that's Feb 18. I'm pretty sure there was one from last year, too. Uh, okay, I only see the 2022 one. NFL hires ex-Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Mary Jo White to investigate Commander, Commander's Dan Snyder. Remember that? Remember that? New, accusa new accusations against Snyder by former employee Tiffany Johnson led to the team in the league both saying they would investigate, but NFL Commissioner Goodell made it clear that only the NFL would be looking into the matter, and the team on Friday released a statement. Washington Commanders are pleased that the NFL has appointed Mary Jo White to look into the recent allegations made by Tiffany Johnston. So, I gotta tell you, if they keep going back to the same well for the same investigations, you don't think that maybe there's some connection. You, you don't think, guys, really? Yeah, come on. You're gonna tell me the billionaires are maybe, I don't know, Doing some underhanded, nefarious... That's my favorite white person word, by the way, nefarious. Some underhanded, nefarious shit to get these investigations to lean their way. You don't say. I don't buy this shit. I don't buy it for one second. Um, and the only reason I think Hugh Jackson retracted it is because he didn't want to be blackballed from the NFL. That's what I think. But the Browns off the hook for now, at least. Browns off the hook for now. So congratulations, Jen. <laughs> yeah, and that's good. That's a good point about the, the thing. Mary Jo got them handouts. See, that's the thing, man. She keeps popping up in these independent, independent investigations. It's like, what's going on here? I know. It's almost like rich people problems are better than poor people problems. Yeah, exactly. Claire said, you mean the same NFL who found that the Redskins slash Washington football team slash commanders didn't do anything for all those years? That one. That one. 
Uh, hasn't she been hired every time? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if that is your real name. Here's a take. The NFL has bad investigators. What? Didn't you Jackson decline to meet with the NFL? Uh, yeah, he did. He said he didn't want to meet with him. Because again, I don't think he wanted to be blackballed. But they they did talk to the owner, thank God. They they talked to the guy that's being accused. Was it the Haslams or whatever? Billy Bob and, and Joe Bob Haslam? I don't remember their names. But they're like, let's interview you. Hey, tell me the truth. Tell me the truth, Hazzy. Look me in the eyes. Ah, ah, ah. Let, let me hold your wrists. Let me, let me, let me, let me feel your hands. Let me. Are, did you tank? Did you tank? Did look look me in the eyes? No. Well, that's all I need. He said no. And he looked me, he looked me in the eyes when he said no. I believe him. Totally believe him. So she's the closer. That was a good show. Uh, that was a good show up here, man, Greg. I, I, that, that, that closer with that, uh, what's her name? That was a good show. I enjoyed that. Nora got me into watching that one. I'm not supposed to like it, but I did. Can the Browns tank again? I think they're going to be pretty good now with Deshaun. I think Baker was a huge problem for that organization. I don't think he was the guy. Browns might be, Browns might be the team this coming year that we expected them to be last year, if that makes any sense. Huge problem can't meet the because what? Huge problem can't meet with them because he took the money. Oh, that's a good point. VB said maybe he got another check. Just seems odd to say something and then not want to elaborate to defend what you said. I, I, look, I like that conspiracy theory too. Yeah, Kira Sedgwick. That's right, Clarence. I like that conspiracy theory too, VB. But I think it's more about. Man, if I stick to this, I may never get another coaching job again. So let me just back off and retract it and I'll make more money in the long run. But you might be right. Maybe they maybe they paid him a lot of money. Maybe they paid him off. All right. You you know what, you raggedy bitch. You texted, baby, you should hire Mary Jo to investigate your IT issues. You kiss my ass, man. Kiss my ass. This is why the NFL can't have a black owner. What is that? What? Why? What does that mean? I don't know. What Put it in reverse, Terry. Should I want, I want her on my legal team. Seems like she makes things go away. Independent investigations, though. Independent investigations over and over and over by the same people. And I love that they throw out the Security and Exchange Commission like that gives her clout. Like we're all like, oh, well, fuck, she's got to be honest then if she's as Security and Exchange Commission. Yeah, there's never any shady shit going on on Wall Street. I'm sure she never took a bribe from a multi-billionaire big wig to look the other way for some stock shenanigans and some corporate bullshit. No, she's a good, wholesome Catholic woman. Good old American values. Fuck out of here. Uh, all right, let's talk some NBA. What time is it? 3.06? Yeah, I got to pee. I may take a quick little breaky break. Go pee. Um, and then we'll come back because... Got the Hugh Jackson out of the way. Got the uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I want to talk a little Draymond Green and that technical foul that went down over the weekend. Get your thoughts on it. Give you my thoughts on it. 
Uh, somebody said earlier in the chat, Sixers might be in trouble. Pfft, not looking good. Mavs laid an egg. That game was never close. At least the Sixers hung around for a couple of quarters. Right? Uh, so we'll talk NBA playoffs. I want to also talk about this Boris Becker story. I do want to talk Draymond Green. Uh I mean, we can look at this NFL mock draft for next year already. That seems a little premature, but I grabbed it just in case. And I've got a super weird cereal for you guys to discuss. I want to know for my breakfast cereal connoisseurs if you would eat this or not. Okay? We're going to get to all of that and more. Tons more. Right after this break, let daddy go pee. And you know what? We used to do a break every hour uh previously on this show and now it's only when i gotta go to the restroom and since i'm now drinking the bottles of diet coke because they were out of cans it's a little sooner than normal so here's what we're gonna do quick break you go poop go pee smoke a cigarette hit the bong whatever it is you do during the break we'll be right back short two minutes this is barry on deck i'm your host barry laminac stick around after the break plenty more show don't go anywhere bitches two-ish of Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Laminac. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, those of you that didn't could go have sex with yourself. Why would you leave? Why would you leave? We got so much to get to. And yes, I saw it. We still got to do the Island Boys. Not the song. Not the song. Not the song. The, uh, the boxing video. Holy shit. The funniest thing I've seen in my whole life. So good. Hey, man, I appreciate that TS. Yes, indeed. Tell him, hit that follow button for Barry on deck. Please hit that follow button. Yeah, I, I pee quickly, my friend. I don't mess around. Perry said no Island Boys. Oh, oh, we're definitely now. Now that you don't want the Island Boys, Perry, we're 100% doing Island Boys today. 
Hundred percent. Hundred hundred. Uh, let's do this though. I did want to talk a little NBA playoffs. Let me uh let's get to some scores, get you guys updated. Don't want to do a disservice to the NBA. Love the NBA. Great, great pro. It's the best of the uh, of the BAs. The NBA is the best of the BAs. Perry said, geez, Truman. Hey, listen. This is the beauty of having a show. Talk about whatever the hell I want. When we get to Perry on deck, you skip the Island Boys. <laughs> All right, here's your scores. Uh, this was, boy, did I go way back? All right, Friday, we saw the Grizzlies beat the Wolves in advance. I, my favorite part of this was the end when Carl Anthony Towns was like, like he was blowing kisses like he was the Pope of Minnesota. He was like the Timber Pope. He was just like, I love you guys. Yeah. Everybody's like, yeah, get, get out of here, clown. You never did shit. You, you haven't done enough to warrant pageant beauty pageant kisses bro give us a give us a ha see you next year or uh but this bullshit like come on fam that's reserved that's what Olajuwon should have done when he left the rockets okay then no you gets none famo you gets none Barry didn't wash his hands oh look I may not shower every day Nora was getting on my ass yesterday for not showering she goes are you not gonna shower I was like babe I just showered on Saturday or on Sunday after yard work. She was like, that's disgusting. I was like, I didn't do nothing today. This was yesterday. I literally get out of bed. I go to my office and I sit there and I just make content and shit until you get home. And then I cooked for you. And now here we are. Why would I need a shower? She was like, you're gross. So I will admit, I don't, I don't shower every day, about every two days now, about every other day, but, but I'll be damned. If you put that, don't wash my hand shit on me. I wash my hands. <laughs> Jen, he probably don't lower the seat, but he washed his hands. I do lower the seat. I'm actually, I was raised by two women. My dad wasn't around. I had two women trained me. What? You kidding me, Jen? You met mama. You met Jenny is funny. My mom and my sister would have whooped my ass if I left that toilet seat up. Shit. Shit. All right, so that was Friday scores, Saturday scores in the NBA. Oh, that's right. There were no games. Sunday, you saw the start of the new round, the semifinals, and uh, he beat the Sixers. Sixers put up a fight for a while. Problem was uh, just not enough. I mean, the Heat are so deep, and you can't get 16 out of James Harden and expect to beat anybody without Joel Embiid. James Harden going for 16 when Joel Embiid was here, uh, was playing is, is fine. And they really need to get him back. Give him a mask, put a metal plate in his face. I don't know what they got to do. But if the Sixers want to have a shot at making it to the conference finals, they've got to get Joel Embiid back. Did I say Jenny is funny? I meant Jenny as mom. I miss Jenny. I know I miss mom too. She's supposed to be back Wednesday, I think, and be joining us next Monday. Uh, Tobias Harris had 27. Uh, I'm just, he were too much, right? You got 25 from Tyler Hero off the bench. Uh, Bam Adebayo had 24. Butler had 15 and that's okay though. Cause he can do that. Right. If, if these guys are doing that, the big thing, and I don't think this is going to get enough credit. 
But the big thing is P.J. Tucker, especially with no Joel Embiid there. We saw Tucker doing what he did to Trey Young in that Atlanta series. And that is the beautiful thing about having a P.J. Tucker. Is you say, all right, the way we're going to run this defense is as follows. Tuck, you got their best player. And y'all remember from the Rockets days, he would guard any position on the floor, one through five, didn't matter. Stretch four, stretch five, low block players, post, low post, didn't matter. Guards, wings, didn't give a shit. P.J. Tucker couldn't literally guard. Now, you know, he might get abused a little bit on the defensive end by a, by a Joel Embiid-esque guy or a Jokic-type player in the low block just because he's smaller. He's stout. But, man, when you watch him play defense, the footwork, the way he gets after you, and the tenacity that he plays it with, he understands his role. That's the beauty of P.J. Tucker. As you can say, I don't give a shit if you make a corner three this entire series. What I need you to do is just bother and pester and rattle James Harden. And Rockets fans know all too well that can happen. It can easily happen. And it bothers Harden. We know that. And, and let's be real, before P.J. Tucker was a Rocket and played with Harden, he was one of the few guys that Harden never wanted to face because he did that to him over and over. So that shouldn't, what happened in this game shouldn't have surprised anyone, anybody, but P.J. Tucker put it on his ass. And unless they get Joel Embiid back starting in game three, Sixers are in trouble. Big trouble. Yeah, Perry said he, P.J. locked Harden's ass up. Yeah. Definitely got abused by KD, but he annoyed the fuck out of me. And that's the thing. That's the thing is it's like, yeah, you might beat me, but I'm not going away and I'm going to make you work. And now I'm going to exhaust you. So now on the other end of the floor, when you're supposed to be playing defense, maybe you're taking it off a little bit. Maybe you're slacking a little bit. So there's still some benefit to PJ Tucker, even if he can't stop a, a KD or he can't stop, a, you know, Joel Embiid, which they're not going to let him guard Joel Embiid. That's. Um, so heat definitely in the driver's seat in this one for sure. And then the Mavs just, I mean, what do you say? Doncic goes for 45 and you get nothing out of anybody else. You got what? 19 off the bench from Kleber. Um, Finney Smith gives you 50. Like the, the problem with the Suns is they're deep. They're well coached. They're disciplined. And look, look at just look, look how well-rounded their starting five was in this game. 25, 23, 19, 13, and 11. You can't ask. That's literally, if there was like a perfect um, starting five production, that's it. And then you get a guy to give you 15 or 20 off the bench. And that is legitimately almost perfect NBA basketball. It's going to be hard to beat that. I mean, yeah, Doncic had to score 45, and it still wasn't close. And this game was closer, not as close as the score is. Jason K came out and said it. Man, look, Dallas is going to have to, somebody on this team is going to have to do something besides Doncic. We need somebody else to step up. Who that is? I don't know. But. 45 from Doncic and basically nothing from anybody else in the starting rotation. That's not going to get it. 
Perry said exactly, Truman, uh, making them work uh, hard on offense, and now they don't want to play defense. Yeah, that's what that's the other thing that Tucker does. Total Dallas said it'll happen. Total Dallas, you're the you're the you're the big time Mavs fan. What's the one key to you? You watch this team all year. I don't watch the Mavs as much as you. Outside of Doncic, what has to happen for this team to have a chance against the Suns? And I'm not going to write them off. I'm not going to write them off. But I'm saying, what has to happen from your perspective for your team to stay in it with the Suns and be competitive? I don't think they. I don't think they win. I don't think they beat the Suns in this series. I just don't think they're deep enough. Powell, four points in 16 minutes, and then they go to the bench, and I mean, you get Dinwiddie giving you eight. You can't have that. Uh, yeah, need more from Dinwiddie. I, I would agree. Mavs team reminds me of the Rockets team with Harden, Lynn, and Parsons. Oof, shit. Improve defense also. Yeah, that would help. Maybe not let the whole starting five for the Suns go crazy. Let's take a gander at something real quick here. Let's go look at the Mavs stats. Now, this is postseason. This is 2021 postseason. This per PER, player efficiency rating, it's kind of like an overall assessment of how good the, 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 the players are, right? It's kind of like war in baseball. It's like if you had to put a numeric value on a player, you give it, that's what the PER is. Go for Chris Paul's eyes. No. <laughs> Luca's got to score 80. Shit. 45 wasn't enough. You're definitely going to have to score more for sure. But let's take a look at something. I, I, I looked, I, I got to admit, I prepped this in advance, but I found this to be interesting. So in four games in the postseason, Luca Doncic has a 25.48 PER. That's really good. Jalen Brunson has a 20.72. Also, very good. So you can't knock Brunson in his seven games. Uh, what did he do last game? Let's go see. Hold on. Go back to the box score real quick. Oh, oh, blow. Brunson had 13 points in 31 minutes. You got to have more than that. Oh, Poch said Liverpool's on the board. <gasps> All right, guys. Liverpool's on the board. Exactly. Nobody gives a shit. Liverpool. Who the fuck is that guy? Exactly. <laughs> Uzi said, type yourself out, Posh. Get out of here. So Brunson gives you 13. He's the second highest rated player in the playoffs for the Mavs right now behind Luka Doncic. Now, even more so, I'm just going to open this up in a separate one. Let's go here. We'll go stats. That's postseason. Let's take a look-see at the regular season. So again, Doncic was a 25 PER in, in the regular season. Porzingis, gone, was a 21. They get Dinwiddie, he's a 19 with the team. But you're not getting that from him now. Right? Uh, and then you had, I mean, you look how many guys they had at 25, 21, 19, 18, 18, 17. Those are really good. Anything above 15 is is decent, right? Anything above 20 is really good. You get in between that 15 to 20 range and you've got good NBA players. They're not getting that now. I mean, you just saw what, what the postseason was. You've got, you've got Luca. Hold on. Damn it, change. 
What the? Okay, it didn't change this time. That's weird. Oh, that's super weird. Yeah, so there's Brunson's 20. And then, I mean, you see this pretty significant drop-off. Moranovich is a minus 76 PER. Jesus. Is that bad? Is that bad? So Chris gives you a 22 in one game. Brunson's a 20, but you get no help from anywhere else. This is exactly what Jason Kidd was talking about. I was trying to smoothly present this, but it didn't. It wasn't as smooth as I hoped, but it goes back to the point that Jason Kidd said, Mavs need some help. Luka needs some help. He needs somebody else on that team to step up. Statistically, you saw it. If you watch the games, you can see it. It's key on, it, look, it's the same thing, right? You have two choices. You can either say, that guy's not going to beat us, or go ahead, Doncic, get your 45. But we're not going to let the rest of these dudes beat us. Tell you that much. Now the chat is arguing over soccer. Jesus Christ, my nightmare is materialized. Dow's going to mess around and lose another good player. I don't think Doncic is going anywhere. I, I think he likes it. I think that's his team. But I think they need to get him better help. I'll tell you what. A lot of people said I was silly and crazy when I said it, but adding Dame and Doncic, getting Dame into Dallas, boy, could you imagine? I think that he's he needs a superstar to go with his game. He needs a superstar to compliment him. And I, I know Tooth Beat's a big Mavs fan, and he talked about getting a low-post player and this, that, and the other, but I don't know, man. You need a guy that can that can take the the heat off of him in so many different ways because it's kind of like in Denver, right? Think about Jamal Murray, what he does for Jokic. Jokic can run the break, but he doesn't have to. He can be the primary, but he doesn't have to. You've got perimeter scoring, but he can still bet. Like it just it. That's what that's what Jokic or or Doncic is, right? He can play a little post, you know, back to the basket, give you that Nowitzki fadeaway. But he can go out and hit a three. He can drive. He can run the break. He's so versatile. But if you get a guy like Dame that can run that offense and still knock down threes and still score, get to the rim, take some pressure off of what they do and how they attack Luka Doncic. I think it would make sense. Gobert or Jokic? You don't want Rudy Gobert, bro. You don't want Rudy Gobert. You definitely don't want Rudy Gobert. I promise you. That's a terrible mix. Terrible mix. Doncic and Rudy Gobert, you think that's your juggernaut one-two punch for the NBA? What? What? Now, Jokic, but I still don't even like that. Jokic does what Doncic does, except for the the back-to-the-basket part. There's too many similarities in, in the way that they play to put two of those same dudes on the floor, in my opinion. But that's just me. All right, let's get to some more. We got about 30 minutes left in this show, and we still got to do some island buys. Uh, But real quick, I want to talk about that Draymond foul. Did you guys happen to see the foul? Did you happen to uh, agree with the call? I'm going to pull it up here. The Athletic has it, and um, shout out to YouTube for the copyright strike or the copyright notice when I upload this later, (laughs) when I upload the VOD. But Draymond's at it again, ejected in game one. 
<laughs> Steven the Weather Guy said, this is too much sports. I told you yesterday was literally almost no sports. <sighs> Amos said, Luca and Dame the same player. Dame just shoots threes better. Just different heights. I know. I disagree. I disagree. We need a paint presence. Yeah, but you don't... Again, you, you can get, you know, um, role player types. Like, right? I mean, like, you don't necessarily need your 1A star. Especially Rudy Gobert. No. What is that? What is that? What is... What is he hasn't done shit. Cool. Good defensive player. Great. You're not relying on that dude. That offense would be so awkward with him and uh, Luka Doncic. Awful. In my opinion, at least. All right, so let's look at this. So Draymond Green was ejected. Flagrant two in his game against the, uh, the Grizzlies. And... Uh, it was a foul on Brandon Clark. Now, where'd it go? Why the hell can I find it? Oh, here we go. Let's watch this together, class. Let's watch this together. And let's determine if we think this is a... Uh, if this was warranting uh, warranted a flagrant two ejection. All right? So... I want to point out, uh, you see Draymond Green is 23, bottom right of the uh, screen. Let me see if I boost this up. Yeah, that doesn't make it any better. That doesn't work. Hold on. So this was what, originally they thought it was because of this right here. Pulling the jersey and dragging him to the ground. But what they said was, and you'll see a different angle, but you see his hand in the air right there? He slaps him dead ass in the face. Like, I mean, he just almost mush-faced him, but slapped the shit out of him at the same time. Then he followed it with a jersey pulled down, and then, oh, 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 my bad, my bad, my bad. But right here is where you see the actual slap in the face. So you see Clark receive the ball right there. Now to the left in the paint, right under the basket, that is, is uh, Draymond Green right here. And you could clearly see the slap in the face right there. I mean, just now. Here's where the decision comes in. The ball is in front of the player. Now, all of this happens so fast that you can't tell in real time. But when you go back, if you evaluate this and you can't predict what players are doing. And yes, I know there's a track record with Draymond Green. But is he trying to swipe at the ball? And as the guy gets the ball and leans forward right in the face. Is that what happened here? Because he's trying to swipe the ball, slap in the face, pulls the jersey, then tries to catch him like, hey, hey, you okay? You okay? That's my bad. <sighs> Vince Not Diesel said, I wouldn't even call that a flagrant. I mean, I would call it a flagrant by the rules, right? Any blow to the head is a flagrant. But I'm kind of with Clarence on this. And I'm not a Draymond Green guy. I think he's a, a a dirty player. I think he's you know he plays a lot of bull. He does a lot of bullshit. I thought the celebration and shit afterwards was just stupid. It just looked dumb. I mean, like okay, we get it. You got thrown out, but he was running and he high fives the whole team and he's like, fam, just get off the court. 
No one gives a shit now. Go. Go to the locker room. But he had to make a whole production out of it. But this is where your reputation, and I think this was part of a, a partly a reputation foul. You know, if, if this is, if this is, I don't know, if that's Steph Curry, that's not a flagrant two. Steph Curry's not known to be a cheap shot artist. If that's Chris Paul, probably a flagrant two. He's a Mr. Nut kicker, right? But because it's Draymond, and, and I agree, I think it should have been a flagrant one. It's Draymond. Slapped the face, pulls the jersey down, then realizes the mistake and the error in his ways, tries to pick him back up, so they call it a flagrant two. But I felt like he was trying to swipe at the ball. Shit's going to happen. Give him a flagrant one. No harm, no foul. Uh, Wall said the, the pulling of the jersey was the part that got him flagrant two. He's so wild and uncoordinated. Uh, he's going to get players hurt. I feel like the slap in the face was the bad part because the 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 pulling of the jersey i mean you can almost see him as he's doing it being like oh my bad my bad my bad trying to help him up as he's going down i mean it's it's pretty clear right right here after oh, so, so that's a slap in the face but as he pulls the jersey right here he immediately reaches out as he's going down so i i, I to me that would all still be i mean that might just be a common foul if it's just the jersey pull the slap in the face is the flagrant one. Now, now you might be right. Maybe it was just okay. They just went all gin on it, like just too much. You gotta go. I don't know. But this is what Draymond had to say about us. They asked him, "Now that you got two, you know, you get points for fouls." <laughs> oh, Jen said, "Hmm, I forgot that I have a friend that is an NBA ref. We could have asked him." Well, I said, my bad doesn't save a guy from injury. No, true. And and being wild out there, right? I mean, that's... But I don't think you flagrant to a guy for playing like that. I just... But again, that's reputation. And you're right. Part of it is because of his reputation of playing wild. Jit said, hey, I can't do it all, Lavinac. I mean... I need you to. <laughs> I think the celebration is the reason why the NBA didn't rescind the flagrant two into a flagrant one. Yeah, it gets bad. Um, but this is what he had to say, and then we'll we'll keep it moving. It's three thirty. I'm never going because they asked him, "Are you nervous now? You got the two points. You know, if you accumulate so many in the postseason, you miss a game." And they said, "Are you going to play different now because you got the two the two flagrants?" or the two points, and he said, I'm never going to change the way I play basketball. It's gotten me this far, gotten me three championships, four All-Stars, Defensive Player of the Year. I'm not going to change now. And he shouldn't. He absolutely shouldn't, not, not at this point in his career. But he's got to be more careful. And Steph said as much. Steph was like, look, we don't want Draymond to change who he is. But he's just got to be more aware. Like, go out, be aggressive, be the Draymond that we, that we lean on. I'll tell you what was impressive is no sooner did he get tossed, that team responded. The Warriors responded, and it was on after that. 
And I think Phoenix had maybe one more lead. Or I'm sorry, the Grizzlies had maybe one more lead in that. It, it, but that was it. Clay made a good defensive play at the end of the game on uh, John Morant. They they stole one. They, they, they stole one. And good for them. Good for them. All right. I think that's enough sports for now. Did we get enough sports in today? Shit. We got a lot of sports in today. Way more sports than we got in yesterday. I think it's time for a little island boy. Y'all want to do the island boys or do you want to talk cereal? The cereal's a really interesting one. Let's do a quick poll, chap. One for the island boys, five for the cereal story. We're going to do both. We're going to do both. Perry said, no, more sports. Is that no more sports or no, comma, more sports? One for the Island Boys, five for the cereal. Island Boys should be quick. No, the Island Boys is going to take some time. God damn it, Alex. What? I know, I know you want this to be funny. But the reason I choose one and five is because they're far apart. There's no way that that was a fucking typo. Oh my God. Sometimes this is this, this is the same problem I have on my fucking Facebook. Can I rant for a second? Can I bitch for a second? Can I complain for a second? So Okay, everybody wants the cereal. Got it. Okay, thank you, Punch. We're going to do the cereal story. After I bitch and complain about people for a second. Get the slide queued up. No, no, it's not a squirrel moment, Joel. No, no, it's definitely not a squirrel moment. It is a uh, direct, it is in direct response to something happening on the show in the chat. And it was harmless. Alex, I don't want you to think I'm, I mean, it wasn't. It, it's been done a thousand times. Marty said, why stop bitching now? Shut up, Marty. That is your real name. I find this interesting. So we did very little sports yesterday. Numbers were 60s. 49 and we're mostly sports. It's almost like. Guys don't want sports. What? Ah, this is your fault. Your fault, Alex. Yeah, it really is. It is his fault. Because everybody's got to be a funny man. Everybody's got to be a funny man. I missed the chat. Did he put 69? No, he put a 1 and a 5. It's very simple. Put a 1 or a 5. He puts a 1 and a 5 because I'm funny. No. Yeah, I mean, it's true, but I do notice there's certain... I, But, you know, I'm always watching. I'm always like, okay, is this topic resonating? Is this interview going well? Are people into this? It's the old radio guy in me. The numbers matter. They're, they, I talked with Nick about this, who was in earlier. He was like, dude, the numbers will fuck with you so much. I'm like, yeah. Welcome to streaming, baby. That little number right there rules you. Rules you. 
So um, I say switch it up and do major sports on Monday. Compare the numbers. Okay. He should have an Alex's funny show. Please don't encourage that. Please don't encourage that. Uh, I left because I left because basketball is weak for now. Uh, weak as fuck nowadays. Oh, that's why you left. These hoes ain't loyal. Anyways, so on my Facebook, I was like, I had like 300. Y'all know from the radio, for those of you that know me from when I spent my time on ESPN radio, uh, I would never, the only, the only social media that I kept personal was Facebook. On my Twitch, my Instagram, my Twitter, all that shit was open. Anybody could follow, react, talk, whatever, chop it up. Cool. And my Facebook was just friends and family and a few, you know, randos that whatever but for the most part just friends and family and then i was like you know what i have my facebook fan page never gets any traction what's the point of that so i was like i wonder should i open up my facebook just accept all these friend requests and just use it as another social media tool fuck all that because i like to you know be a little emo or talk about personal stuff and for the most part, everybody was like, open it up, man. Open it up. The more the barrier, the more you can promote and build your brand. Why not? And if you can post shit on here and people actually see it, open it up. So I was like, cool. Yeah, open it up. Huge mistake. Fuck. I should have never opened it up. Because what people don't understand is that I don't want to be funny every goddamn moment of every waking minute of the day right like I, I i i don't when i post sometimes i'm just talking i'm just being a I'm just like i'm not trying to be funny like for example working in the yard i got some nasty shit on my leg and i just posted hey does anybody know what the fuck this is like you know i got this in the grass what kind of weird shit is this it just looks like a rash oh my god the amount of people that tried to be funny and call it herpes and all this shit it was just like oh jesus I regret this so much. I regret this so much. It's just like, can I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to be funny every fucking moment. Stop. So Alex, you triggered me. Okay. After the Facebook thing, you triggered me. That's what, that's the whole point. All right. Let's talk cereal. <sighs> Tropicana. No. See, see, how the fuck do I get herpes in the fucking yard? That's my point is that I literally in the post say I got this while sitting in the grass and working in my flower bed. One of those two spots I stood up. I'm immediately my leg feels like it's on fire because it's itching. Two days later, I've got all these pus bumps. There's no way you're getting fucking herpes in the grass. What's up, Christy? Vin's not diesel said why why does that cereal exist <laughs> Poch is already out alright so this cereal what it is no it's not poison ivy there's no poison ivy in the grass that's not that's not poison ivy it's not in the grass I felt like it was like some sort of like mite or bug or some shit or I don't know so this is Tropicana Crunch Oh, that's a good one, Dre. I didn't think about that. But my wife said she it happened to her, too. That's why I'm thinking, like, uh, one of my friends said chiggers. And I was like, ooh, that might be it. 
<laughs> I regret choosing cereal. Uh, it's almost as bad as the mac and cheese ice cream. I really want to try the mac and cheese ice cream. I think everybody said it's at Walmart. I need to go get it now. <laughs> Susie said one, one, one. Island boys, island boys. This is Tropicana Crunch. It is cereal made for orange juice. It releases tomorrow. And instead of putting milk in the cereal, you put orange juice. I never heard of it. I never heard of it. It's brand new. Cereal made for OJ. I, I, I don't even know, one, why we needed this. It's just in time for National Orange Juice Day. <laughs> I guess that's tomorrow. Tomorrow's National Orange Juice Day. Um, it's also May 4th. I know the Star Wars nerds are going to... Florida-based Tropicana is introducing a new breakfast product that can, may make some people cheer and others raise an eyebrow. Saying it'll create an unforgettable breakfast experience. The company's introducing Tropicana Crunch. A honey almond breakfast cereal specifically made so that orange juice is used instead of milk. Some call it weird. Some call it breakfast. We didn't even know it was a thing. The company said in a release on their website. Uh, the cereal box features a smiling orange holding a spoon and orange juice being poured into a bowl of cereal. Each box also comes with a paper straw. What? <laughs> Because whether we whether you hate it or love it, you know you won't know until you try it is what they said. It may not be for everyone, but it could be for you. Is there anyone in this chat that would try this? <laughs> Jeff Bell said, I buy cereal because I can't afford orange juice. That's fucking funny, Jeff. Holy shit. That's hilarious. That is so funny. Orange juice. Glad I chose this stream here. No evil. What? Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, it was a, uh, I, I could always go for cereal and a screwdriver. Okay. Florida man makes orange juice cereal. That's funny. Would it taste? Would it taste back if I don't put Tropicana OJ in it? Oh, would it taste bad? Yeah, I think it's all the same. I think it's just meant... I don't know how that's meant for orange juice. It says honey and almonds. Like, that doesn't sound like... Honey and orange juice don't sound like it goes together. I don't want to try... I've never put honey and orange juice together. How is it a thing? Astros need to put together a Minute Maid cereal. Okay. Um. So they are saying it's bad. No, they're not saying it's bad. They're just saying that uh, you, it may not be a thing. Pour some vodka in it for a screwdriver. Yes, uh, I'd try it. Why not? So for Thursday, can we get some liquor-infused cereal? Orange juice, glad I chose stream. Yes. Cheryl definitely suggested this BS at the meeting. Negative. I would. Cece would try it. The orange juice doesn't even taste good. I mean, they have good OJ. It's not bad. I used almond milk for cereal. Who am I to judge? That's not bad. It's still milk. It's still milk. 
Maybe mini vodka bottles are in the bottom of the cereal like a prize. Now, that would be funny as shit. Marty said, hell no, he's not trying it. I would eat the fuck out of that. I don't think there's any fucks in it. But, I I mean, I would try it. I don't know that I would be like, yeah, and rage on it. But I'd try it. I want to try the macaroni and cheese ice cream, too. I do. I want to try it. On the list of would you try it, this is pretty tame. Let's go. See? Oh, it's also 504 day. Well, Aaron, I guess we're going to all have to wobble, wobble. This sounds like honey bunches of oats. Hell no. If it wasn't allergic to oranges, I think you should get some and try it on stream. I might do that. Honey bun and OJ. Nope. Doesn't sound good at all. I don't want OJ with a honey bun. What kind of weird shit is that? Uh, yuck. Dream sickle cereal. Ooh, dream sickles. I had a lot of nasty things in my mouth. This draws the... Christy. That is it's a little more than I think we needed to share with the class. Dimata, you know you've tried milk uh, to milk an almond. I feel like he has. I feel like he has. Almond milk is just regular milk with fat added. Is that true, Dimata? Don't they press it and then how they make almond milk? I don't know. Mmm. Heartthrob has a good one. Try it on air, third hour test. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe I'll go to Walmart. I got to go grocery shopping today anyways after the show. Maybe I'll go to Walmart because that's where they have the macaroni and cheese ice cream. Right, guys? So I'll go get the macaroni and cheese ice cream. I will get the orange juice cereal. And maybe we'll try both of those in hour number three on Thursday. Works for me. Let's see. OJ cereal. Mac and cheese ice cream. We'll see if I can land them. If I can get both, we'll do both. But if I can only get one, we'll still do it. Was milk always a thing for cereal or did they use water first? I don't know. I'll tell you what's worse. <laughs> Cece got heartburn from this. Tomorrow's Star Wars Day. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Now they're going to make cereal for Casey Anthony. See. See. All right. Here's what's worse than OJ. And I stand by this. I stand by this. If you don't have milk for cereal, just don't eat cereal. I would rather put orange juice in my cereal than powdered milk. Do y'all remember? Does anybody, was anybody poor enough to have to have powdered milk? We had powdered milk. My mom fucking had a big old box of powdered milk and you would take the powder and you would mix it with water and make milk and it was so disgusting just absolutely ass tasting disgusting but when you ran out of regular milk for your cereal which was often you went, you got the powdered milk, you mixed that shit up, you poured it in there, and it was like, all right, so you know there's like whole milk, there's like non there's like, you know, skim milk, 2%. This tastes like half percent milk. It was just fucking powdery water, just god damn. Blah, blah. But you want cereal. Sometimes you had to do it. Condensed milk with water. Well, pour it on ice to make it cold. No. 
I'll eat dry cereal. Yeah, that shit is. Ugh. Oh, here's a Walt tip. Use powdered milk to make the wife a soothing milk bath. Good Walt. Oh, yeah. Hey, baby, I made you a milk bath. Mr. and Mrs. Jones say you can use water. No. Water and cereal is fucking gross. <laughs> Joe Pro, what's up, fam? Good to see you in the chat. Joe Pro said, well, hell, while we're at it, let's just have vodka scrambled eggs. Don't do that, by the way. Don't do that. Nope. Terrible. Disgusting. Trust me on this. Don't do it. Walt using his coupons. <laughs> well done, Uzi. Well done, indeed. Uh, poor y'all. My parents had a dairy farm. I was raised on pure milk. Damn it, Donna. Donna would be like, Mom, we're out of milk for cereal. She'd be like, so? You know what to do, Donna. She'd be like, I'll be back. And she'd go out there and she'd be all, whoosh, 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 whoosh. Right into her bowl. Hold still, Elsa. Walk back in. It's still warm. Still tastes like a cow's gut. Donna's lucky. Donna didn't have to to have powdered milk. Uh, Unless maybe the cow was like super old and she all, and then we just go like talcum powder. Isn't milk 90% water anyways? Okay, let's not get all picky. It doesn't taste like water, but powdered milk tastes like watered down milk. It just tastes like water with some powder in it. It's not good. It's not good. Warm milk for the cereal. Yeah, that's not always good. Anybody else freak out over warm mayonnaise, by the way? Nora's one of those folks. Like, Nora's, Nora won't, like, if we get, if I go get fast food, if I get like a burger or whatever, something that's got mayo in it and it's cold, you know what I mean? You get back and your burger's cold or I don't know. Nora won't throw that shit in the, in the microwave. I'll microwave the shit out of a hamburger with mayo on it. I don't give a shit. What's wrong with hot mayonnaise? Not Nora. She's like, that'll make you sick. You can't eat hot mayonnaise. I'm like, who told you that? You understand when you have mayo on the bun and then you put a fucking flaming hot ass patty straight off the grill onto the mayo. It warms the mayo up. You know that, right? Like the mayo doesn't just go up ah, force field bitch and stay cold. No, that's, that's going to make you sick. I'm like, I've literally never been sick warming up a burger or some shit in the microwave real fast. Never ever. I like, okay, you guys are going to judge. You guys are going to judge, and I don't give a shit. Judge away, chat. Judge away. I'm a mayo on a hot dog guy. I am. I don't give a shit. You ain't eating it. Shut your whore mouths. Don't judge me. Oh, that's gross. I don't care. Oh, but that looks like semen. I don't give a shit. That's your perverted thoughts. I like mayo on my hot dog. I like mustard. I like onions. I like relish. I like a lot of shit on there. Yes, you can microwave lettuce. I mean, it ain't great. I like mayo on a hot dog. I don't give a fuck. And yeah, sometimes when I want to make a hot dog, I don't want to take a lot of time. Nora, when we make a hot dog, she got to get the goddamn pot out and boil it or go turn on the grill. Now, microwave that some bitch. It'll plump. It'll blow up. Who gives a shit? So what I'll do, I'll get the hot dog bun out, mayo that bitch up, 
Put the hot dog straight out of the fridge on that hoe. Cheese across the top. Little bit of onion right in the microwave. One minute. Everything's warm. Cheese is melted. Hot dog is cooked. Yum, 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 yum. Bread is warm. Mm, 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 mm. I can have a hot dog in a, in a minute. I've never died from having warm mayo. That is a, uh, that is not, that is a fallacy. Let's see. Can warm, can, let's see, can microwaving mayonnaise make you sick? Let's put this to bed right now. Is it safe to microwave mayonnaise on a sandwich? This is from the kitchen community. Take a look. Some days you just want hot food. <laughs> now you have a choice. Blah, blah, blah. One negates the comforting properties of a warm sandwich by adding cleanup. Uh, food myths are abundant. It's, uh, it's hard to remember whether microwaving mayonnaise was discouraged by a fear-mongering spam ad or by actual professionals. It's something to do with the eggs, right? Because of the yolk or the cooking process, maybe. You're not sure of the details, but it's definitely playing in your mind. Don't let it worry you anymore. Mayonnaise is perfectly safe to microwave. Nora. All you naysayers in the chat. Everyone can suck it. Uh, let's see. If you're still worrying, understand. Let's see. Mayonnaise has has had some bad press lately, with some arguing it's more popular than it should be, especially with a great range of other condiments lying away. Like, what's wrong with mayo? What's in mayo? It's eggs. It's oil. Here you go. At the heart of it, mayonnaise is egg and oil with a dash of acid. Oh, man, I'm so high right now. Not a very big deal, right? Only the sticking point for people is that the small detail that those eggs need to be raw. So... That's right, mayo is made of raw egg yolks and they don't get cooked in the process. Who gives a shit? Your shirt has overgolded. Shut up, Rob. Rob, when are you coming on the show? Rob's going to come on and talk barbecue meat. Um, let's see. So tomorrow, my buddy Jerry Wayne Longmire is going to join me. And then Rob is here May 18th. Yeah, because next Wednesday is the two-year anniversary of Barry on Deck, a week from tomorrow, and I don't have any guests lined up yet. I don't have anything planned. Probably won't be a big deal. We'll just go, yay, we made it two years, and then keep it moving. So, uh, But yeah, Rob will be joining us. Take eight hours to spoil at room temperature. Mayo? Is that true? <laughs> Clarence said, you know, you could have asked me, right? Yeah. Spoiled mayo will. I like salsa on my hot dog. That's different. I'm not judging you though. I'm not judging you. Oh, Perry, you eat you eat like me. Uh, you you like mayo and mustard and uh, cheese on like okay, fam. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You raggedy bitch. You know what? You know what? Y'all, Perry said it's 3:58. No island boys today. Ooh, CC. That actually sounds really good. Mayo and Tabasco mixed together. I kind of like a like a mayo, a sriracha mayo, but mayo and Tabasco would be good too. Mmm. 
You're all monsters liking mayo. Let me let's be let's just get this out of the way. Let's just put it out on the table since we're all adults and we can have this conversation. Most people that don't like mayo are dudes. And the reason they don't like mayo is because they think it looks like cum. There, I said it. It's on the table. We can all just get over it. It's not cum. It's fucking eggs and oil. Unless you're cumming eggs and oil, it's just fucking mayo. Okay? So stop trying to make it something it's not. Not you, Christopher Mina. I'm just saying people that hate on mayo. It's just, it's just fucking mayo. Yeah, no, I don't like that. That looks like I'm Look, unless you're, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to get too vulgar with it, but Jesus, like it's not, it's just mayo. Mayo greater than butter for a grilled cheese. I've heard that. I've actually heard that. I've heard that. I'm really surprised that Perry puts Tabasco on everything. Let me tell you what. I'm shocked beyond belief. Christine. <laughs> Christy is so fucking wild. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's so fucking funny. Barry Miracle Whip or regular mayo? Oh, Miracle Whip. This is gross. It's like I as a kid, uh, I liked uh Miracle Whip. You know, it's like, oh, it's tangy, it's zesty. But I don't know, as an adult, it just kind of grew out of the taste. I mean, I don't I don't begrudge you if you like Miracle Whip. But, and I even think there's like other mayos that taste like shit that I don't like. Like Nora bought some fucking off-brand. I was like, don't ever, don't you ever bring any other mayonnaise other than Hellman's into this house. She got like Kraft ass not even Miracle Whip, just regular ass craft mayo. She brought some like Dukes or Blue, some bullshit. No, no. It's Hellman's or GTFO. That's it. Don't be, don't be littering up the fridge with all this other raggedy ass mayo. Louisiana hot sauce only. I nominate Christy as deckhead of the week. That was funny. I need to put it on screen. Where'd it go? That's it. I like cum, but not mayo. Sorry. And on that note, <laughs> it's how we end it. That is too funny. All right. Sportsy day. Fun day. Yeah, blue plates. Garbage. Garbage ass mayo. Hey, shout out to everybody that listened on Poppy today. Thanks for being here. Uh, Barry, yes. Mayo spoils after a long time in room temperature. Oh, D, what's up, fam? Good to see you. D-Max said, Barry, look at the bean. I'm sorry, man. You know, it's, you know the day. You know the drill. D-Max, we got to get you on Twitch, fam. We got to get you over here. Shout out to everybody that did listen on Poppy today. D-Max, Everson, that's turned out to be the type of John Dory. All right. Thank you, Joel. I appreciate you, buddy. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with me. Um, I was going to go with the Island Boys. We'll save it for tomorrow. All right. We'll save it for tomorrow.
Thank you, Francisco. Thank you, Alex Villanueva. DJ Maddie, what's up, fam? Happy Taco Tequila Tuesday. That's the mix. Jano, what's up, fam? Hey, guys. Have a great rest of the night. Enjoy your sports. Go Astros. Good to see Odo back. Let's hope he can maintain it. Love each other. Have a great day.